Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Well, what did you think? Did you like my picture? I did, I did, I did, but you got to X out out of everything because you're still there. Oh, shush. Uh, There you go. We're all still in Mercury and retrograde until tomorrow, and then it's like (laughs) trying to get a car from going from reverse (laughs) forward. So it's going to take a little while to relieve ourselves of that. Well, it's just there's so many buttons to push in so little time. That's that's what what kills me. So anyway, you're listening to my independence report. This is life between lives, and our, the normal group of people are here. It is a great group, and uh, we have a lot of fun doing this show. And if you would like to participate, if you have found us, you can uh, by just calling two zero six seven three zero. No, that's wrong. Two zero six four zero eight thirteen. 95 and we'll put you through to one of these fine folks who can help you with whatever's going on with you if you've lost somebody and if you're curious about what goes on on the other side well we're here to help and the first person i want to uh tell about that is natasha venter natasha tell our audience about yourself a little bit i am a medium and an intuitive personal awareness coach so that in personal intuitive awareness coach it's about me helping you walk through your life i help people work through grief emotions of all different sorts i can work into like a regan does past lives and many of us are being triggered by past lives our lives today and we're needing to work through them and that's where i like to help and support and people always go boy the mantras you give me the uh, the things that you've helped me with are something I take with me for the rest of my life that, that moved me forward in a big leap, and I'm grateful for that. And so with that, that, that's where I try to help. And I also communicate with the loved ones on the other side, animals to people to even working with stars and star people and the fairies. So it depends on where you want to go. I can reach there and we can go there. So thank you very much. And Regan, where can we go if we want to talk to you? Oh, you can uh, then catch me at visittheafterlife.com. You can see that above my head there. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm uh, one of the uh, 250 trained therapists with the Newton Institute carrying on Dr. Newton's work because he passed away a few years ago. And what we're doing is studying and uh, researching what happens when you die, where you go, what you do while you're there, and and what you do when you want to come back. It's the whole process. We've had over 50,000 people have the process so far. Uh, practically anybody can do it. We seem to have a, a switch inside us that just uh, at a certain point of relaxation, which we help you get to, you just flip the switch and you go to a past life, see yourself pass away. And then there's usually an angel or a teacher or somebody there to, to wish you well and take you to where you go between lives. So. We record all of it and the, our clients uh, tell us what they're experiencing as they're having their experience over there. So it's really cool. I mean, the, the space between here and the other side is getting really, really thin. And somehow God made it possible for most of us uh, to visit there. So, you know, people say, God, if I could only talk to God, you know, well, it's the next best thing because you get to talk to all of his, his reps over there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ascended his, masters, his as you would say. His were. His peeps. His peeps. Yeah. Because that seems to be how it works, you know, I mean, um, and, and it will all uh, part of that, you know, like when we get over there and uh, we, uh, there's a job that needs to be done to help other souls to uh, become more evolved, um, you get to pick a job, you know, or if you want to work on yourself, then you reincarnate, come back down and, and uh, do it all over again, but a little better than the time before, so. Well, and so well, that- we would hope. <laughs> yeah, we would hope. And let, and let, some- some people get to do it over and over yeah. and 
over. But but I, I wanted to ask you too because this is uh, as this is being presented. It is uh, November first, November second, twenty twenty, which is a day before the election, which is November third, twenty twenty. And I wanted to uh, get both of your opinion, both of yours, both of your opinions on uh, whether or not. They really give a rat's ass over there, excuse the expression. Or is it something that that we it's kind of something that we made up and that they let us go along our merry way until we really screw up before they feel like they have to step in? Natasha, what's your what's your sense tell you? Well, it was kind of funny because as you were asking me, my ears started ringing, which is usually when my guides are really wanting to get my attention. And they said, be careful how you talk about this. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to trust this because uh, there was a pretty pitch, pretty interesting pitch. And so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm taking as that, that uh, there is a fine line and it's, I'm, I, I personally, it, it's something that I get a tap on and <laughs> I just, they do care. They do put, and I'm going to do this as a generality. Okay that they put people in situations in our lives to help us move forward. So that means who we meet at a grocery store. That means who we pick as loved ones that we choose family for. That means who we work for in our bosses, our coworkers, you know, there, and it goes up into politics. Okay. So everybody has a divine reason to be in our lives. How we interact with that, what we learn from that is up to us, what we get out of it. And so, yes, they do care who is where and where is who. But at the same time, though, we are all human. How we negotiate through how we do this is us. And so with that, that sometimes things don't always come out the way that they would wish it for because we react in a certain way, they react in a certain way, which causes a chain reaction of la da 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 does. And so with that, I think we should move on to another conversation because everybody's in our lives for a reason to help us learn something. No. And that's about where we want to go with that I, from their side. I wanted to ask them. If they're doing, if that is something that they want to protect you as an individual more so, or collectively us as a species or us as collective humanity, I suspect that they're trying, they want to make sure that uh, you're okay and that we skip merrily along to another topic. It's a fine line because right now everyone's on a delicate balance of emotions, and everybody is in a point of, and I'm talking about everybody, and I'm including myself. I have to check in with myself. Am I reacting to this or am I interacting with this? And so with that, that and sometimes it's something that blows me, you know, comes from the right side that, oh, wait a minute, I was supposed to interact with that instead of react to that. So with that, that I just, I think right now, if we talked about this in a more calmer time where people aren't so reactionary, we might be able to go further with the conversation. But right now we're all on a delicate fine line of the, you know, walking, you know, trying to walk the line and and if something goes i just don't want to teeter it off in the wrong direction and so i'm just giving this with loving care and they warned me so i'm gonna trust that tell michael no fun regan All right. and it wasn't just michael <laughs> yeah it was a collective well, boo yes from your side so regan your opinion and then we will move on okay well what i think is like each of us has our own opinion who we want to vote for um and that's good to have our own opinion and, and do what we feel we need to do for our lesson and whatever. Uh, but I think that like the big picture here is just to, just like Natasha said, you know, this is all happening for a reason. And we, we spoke a little bit about it last week and just seeing that, look at all the good that's come through this so far, you know, with Trump and all of this stuff, because it's really put on the table all or a lot of the of United States, anyway, at least anyway, the dysfunction that we have things we've had buried, you know, prejudices and things that we've 
maybe subconsciously had and all of a sudden it's making you think about that make you think about oh my gosh am, am i am i you know prejudiced like the black lives matter thing and people are starting to um it's just it's just it's a shake-up call <laughs> i guess you know this whole thing and no matter what happens and how which way it goes um it's a little hard to be neutral when you have a you know feeling one way or the other but i think i think spirit would just want us to do our part <clears throat> And then with whatever happens, uh, you know, make the best of it or see what we can learn from the situation. You know, if we had Trump for another four years, I mean, it, some people would want to, you know, jump off a bridge. Other people would be yelling and uh, like how happy they are. So everybody's looking at it kind of differently. So I'm just thinking that we can, we're in the hard part right now where it's, it's like when I do therapy with people, like if I seeing a couple or, or a family, you know, to, uh, one time I had a, mom, dad, and a couple of kids, and they just had all kinds of dysfunction going on. And the first couple of sessions were a mess. You know, everybody was yelling, trying to get their point across. Nobody listened to each other. And finally, they get tired of yelling. And they finally go, oh, okay, what can we do? And then you can begin to get some change, you know, where everybody kind of compromises a little bit, everybody changes a little bit. So on a bigger scale, we're all family here in, uh, in America here. And we need to learn to get along. We need to to love each each other. And uh, so it, I think the conversation we have next Monday is gonna be really interesting because we're gonna be talking about the fallout and even will we have a, will we have a clear cut uh, result by next Monday, even by then, you know? So it's, it's gonna be a fine line. Yeah, I think so. So that means that people that were, whoever, whichever side that misses out, there's gonna be a lot of angry people, a lot of, people wishing it was the other way and then we got to see how they all it's like a test just to see how we'll handle it are we going to handle it with love or are we going to handle it with some sort of going the other way you know to make things worse so i would say anybody listening out there it, whatever feelings of that you have if you have to respond in some way think before you act in other words are you do, are you doing something loving towards a solution or are you going to do something negative and just you know make things worse than they already are See, now that's why I wanted you to talk on it and you two to talk on it because there does, there can be, and I'm going to tell Michael and the rest of them that there can be a positive way to spin this. But yeah. I, but I'm not going to argue with them because they, they have uh, lightning bolts. They could, you know, like. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, is that we, you know, when we can take the perspective, what is the shadow? What is this negativeness here to teach me? What is this supposed to show me that I can work on in myself? And many of us don't understand that that emotion of anger isn't about who's president. It's about who, who has done me wrong before. And that trigger of who's done me wrong before just gets multiplied by the things that are representation on the outside of us that we need to work on the inside of us. And so we can just kind of say, okay, <coughs> is here to teach me because like i agree that that you know whoever's in there is supposed to teach us something and sometimes it is about bringing out you know the things that the dysfunction sometimes we have to have dysfunction to show dysfunction you know like sometimes if you watch some of those um you know like the bar rescue or or you know a lot of those shows you know that you know, you can say like in the bar rescue guy you know he comes in with such an ego well if he matches if he doesn't have a good ego to match up with these other egos then where would that person hear him you know, sometimes you have to have something to match something in order to show what needs to be worked on. And that's, if anybody can hear that, I'm, I, that's what I'm asking for, is it's just to know that, that, you know, there is a greater picture out there. It's not always the way that, that the universe plans it. It's not always the way that, that we individually plan it, but it's what's going to happen because there's so many different perspectives, personalities, um, humannesses, other instances that are interplant, you know, doing this that is helping this whole thing play out. And sometimes even the ones making decisions don't always know the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, because there is no sometimes right thing, you know, because I understand that truth, the only truth out there is love. And so if we can just go with the only truth, which is love, sometimes we can get through what's in front of us. Which brings up, and I'll change, first of all, uh, how was your th how was your uh, Halloween, Natasha? 
Mine was uh, very spiritually, uh, spiritedly uh, interactive. I live in a house that I have put many boundaries up. So if you look in this, this window here, I have dragons, I've got stones, I've got angels. So I've got a lot of things that are in my protection around me. But I went out to get pizza for my husband and I told him, don't make me drive on Halloween again. Because <laughs> it was it, it wasn't just the ones that were dressed up. It was it was a very spiritual, spirited, filled uh, Halloween as I knew it would be. Lots of spirit, lots of family members, lots of people, spirits were coming out of the bars to, to say, hey, it's our party night. <laughs> Regan, how did your night go? Um, <laughs> I didn't see one trick-or-treater, one person in costume. I was stranded. I, I was coming up from the, over the mountain, uh, they call it the Grapevine, from L.A. down to Bakersfield. And my car engine blew up. And I, <laughs> oh, no. I ended up by the side of the road. I had to get towed to a place. And uh, so I, I was sitting in my van eating a, a chicken dinner I got from the truck stop across the way. And uh, from, let's see, from around five o'clock until two in the morning, when one of my clients uh, who I'd had a, supposed to have a session with that day just so happened that her, her, uh, a caretaker uh, was in LA and was coming back that way and they agreed to pick me up about two in the morning. So they picked me up at two and dropped me off at the Amtrak uh, station. I waited for it just sat there from two. There was no, I was the only one there uh, from two to about four and then about 4.20 I took a train uh, all the way to LA and then uh, my significant other Patricia picked me up at like 10 in the morning. So you know I got about two hours of sleep and didn't see any, anybody or sitting there eating chicken dinner in my van. But now here's the thing, you know, talk about the good things. I did, for some reason, I wasn't upset at all. I mean, it's going to cost me today about 3,500 bucks to get a face mm. and I got to pick it up next week. But, um, you know, it, it just was one of those things that happened, you know, I mean, what could I do about it except to either, either I could bitch and moan about it and, or I could just accept it and just uh, do what I have to do, you know? And uh, made me feel good that I just, you know, people are saying, oh, you poor thing. And I go, well, I'm doing okay. I've got a chicken dinner here. So I'm, you know, <laughs> I hope it's okay. good chicken. Yeah. So, you know, we all get these tests once in a while. I mean, sometimes these monetary things, when you have something and, yeah, and it's going to cost you thousands of dollars, you know, you can, you can scream and get high blood pressure. You can ruin your day and everybody around you by bitching about it and everything. Or you can just, okay, this is. This is where I am, you know, but um, I've always had good luck with when I've had car trouble. So I always know that I'm protected and everything because when it broke down, uh, you know, it, what happened is the hose had broke and uh, the car overheated and it blew the, the uh, head gasket. So got water and the oil and everything like that. Um, <laughs> but I, at first when I broke down, there was I was on the freeway, but there was no service with my cell phone. So I couldn't call AAA or anything. There was no place to get water. And then uh, all of a sudden I looked to my left and down about a quarter mile on my left down through a bunch of embankment was a huge lake. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking of all the places to break down, here's, I got all the water in the world right here. So, uh, and, and then I'm thinking I've got nothing to carry anything in. And so I get out of the car and I go, oh, uh, somebody threw out a, you know, a container over here on the side of the road. And then I walk a little further. Oh, there's a, an antifreeze empty container and whatever. So I had, I, I had to go through brush and I had to crawl under a fence because they had the reservoirs off. So I, on my belly crawling underneath the fence. And, and then I had on the way up, I had uh, all my pockets filled with like Coke bottles that I filled with water and my back pockets, Coke bottles. And I'm carrying up the, you know, it was, it was hot and I was going up through the brush and I got scratched up a little bit. But anyway, I filled it up and then that gave me enough. Uh, I got 10 more miles and then boom, that's when it just went for good because uh, all the water leaked out within 10 miles and uh, the engine was kind of toast. And then I only had a mile to go um, and I could, you know, uh, as someone I'm walking, someone picks up, hands me, I started to get in the car and they hand me a brand new mask to put on since I'm getting in the car, you know, so, you know, so I think, oh my gosh, that's right. These are the times we're in, you know, and uh, anyway. 
So that was the weirdest Halloween I ever had. So, and most expensive too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask both of you because of because of stuff like that, and because of the election, and because of uh, all the stuff that's going on. You've got two schools of thought. One school of thought is, well, you know, it's God's plan. And the other school of thought is, no, there's free will. Which is it? Natasha? I would say both. Yeah. Oh, now that's that. You're weaseling out of that question. (laughs) No, I'm not weaseling out of that one. Because it is about uh, things are going to happen. And many times... Like, you know, with Regan, I can say that, you know, he had the right perspective. Here's a test to see if I've done my work to know that I can be calm and I can navigate through this. And then at the same time, you know, you probably got a little bit more grounded, wiggling on to go, you know, Mother Earth and, and, you know, getting into her aspect of, you know, this lake and and seeing the beauty around it and the navigation through it. And yes, it was, you know, trouble. And yes, it was all this kind of stuff. But look at the magic that you had. You know, it's kind of like me with my mom with the Garrick's disease. This thing was happening, but I had good people that came. I had good things that happened. My dad gave me the house that I always wished for. You know, I mean, there was things that, that you know, kind of help us through. And if we just have that perspective, life is going to happen. You know, that's the greater plan. But then the the personal, how we navigate through it is the, is that, personal application of you know is this you know my cause or is this somebody else's cause you know and maybe you know Regan kind of got the tap that he needed to look at his car a little bit but he intuitively didn't listen to that you know yeah but you know but that's just the cause and effect of you know we're not all intuitive so how are we supposed to know those things you know it's just one of those things that you can't really put a point of finger on one or the because it's always going to be doing this. You know, it's like whose whose fault is it? Nobody's fault. How do we interact with it? That's a personal choice and what we've learned. Yeah. Well, here you know too. The, uh, there's so much good so far. Even came out of this. I think, and even that couple that got a pull over. This was a Hispanic couple in a uh, that that pulled over, and they were able to do a nice deed for somebody walking on the road. So they had a. They had a, they did a nice loving thing for the day, you know. And um, when my client uh, dropped me off at the uh, at the uh, Amtrak, and there's nobody there, uh, she helped me. You know, I had four luggage things that I had because I had bought a, a small that I'm looking at. You guys, I bought a 32 inch monitor for my my computer. So when we do this every week, I get this big big old screen here. It's really nice. Okay. So I was c- carrying that in the suitcase and my computer and everything. Anyway, she, she begins to have a panic attack. She's been worrying about some things. Uh, she's uh, someone, Natasha, that um, I'm hoping will call you. I gave her your, oh, your cost information you. and everything. I don't want to tell you too much about her. but No, 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 no. Thank you. Yeah. Her, her, if she calls you, her name's Kim. Okay. And um, she uh, she's an angel, but she's just severe abuse in her life. Anyway, she starts having a panic attack. And so I just call her. We're just sitting out there, what, 2.30 in the morning, nobody around. She's having a panic attack and I'm able to sit with her there for about 45 minutes and and do a kind of a session, free session for her, you know, helping her calm down, telling her, you know, what to do. Uh, when she has this this panic that comes, I, I told her to make uh, visibly, like the image of whatever she's seeing is to turn that into an image of a person. You know, it could be a Bugs Bunny or something, or it could be a, a person that she trusts. And just picture, um, uh, instead of trying to, you know, like it's usually this person chasing her, you know, and um, I say, just, just turn it into a cartoon character or something. And then as you see that, as you're seeing that image, just invite them in your house and give them some cookies and tell them that, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's there to kind of scare you or anything, but you know, it's okay. You know, here's some cookies. I love you. And then send him on his way, you know, instead of trying to, instead of running and uh, cowering down and just like, ah, I said, just face it with love, you know, just, just, uh, you know, like I said, you're going to be making a lot of cookies this week for sure, you know, because she has all these attacks. So um, I just, and she calmed down, everything was good. And then I walked her back to her car and uh, and hopefully she was okay. So 
oh, and her son was with her who uh, I want to do a session with when I go pick up my car. And I've met him one time, but he, because of everything she's been through, he's been severely affected emotionally uh, mm -hmm. because it's an ongoing kind of thing with the court case and everything. So he's getting, I could just see, he, he's just a sweet young man. Uh, he's, he's uh, and uh, anyway, we, uh, he, he talked to me for a minute or something and said he's willing to have a session with me. So if that hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't have seen him in person and he wouldn't have had come forward enough to say, I think maybe you can help me. So when I go pick up the car, they said, hey, we're going to take you about 40 miles to where the car was when I go to Bakersfield it's up in the mountains where it is. And um, then I'm going to do a session, two hour session with her and then one with, uh, with him uh, for the first time just to get to know him and to tell him that everything's okay. So all just because of that car thing happened, all this other good stuff is happening, you know. And the money I have, money's just energy. It just, you just, it comes to you and it goes. And luckily, you know, because of the COVID and I'm working a little less, I got a little help from the government on unemployment, you know, and that's kind of filling in the gap between me seeing uh, uh, as many people as I normally do. So I went, okay, you know, there's the money and I'll just be broke again, but it, it's okay. Cause it's look what it's going to be used for, you know? No, but well, I, and, so anyway. and, and that's the thing is, is that if, you know, somebody really listened to the path, that you just talked about, Regan, that there was a cause that something happened and then the domino effect of yeah. things rippling <laughs> along. And, and you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, like this, the, the couple that picked you up. Working in the Hispanic community that I do, a lot of them sit with fear. And so maybe them trusting enough to pick up a stranger on the side of the road helped to support their their yeah. overall picture. You you never know what I mean. I, I never know, even being intuitive, the domino effect of how things are are met up to get to where they're at. And and if we have that perspective, oh, what's this here for? Oh, what's that there for? Oh, here's an opportunity here. Uh -huh. You know. And every time that something's happened to me, that's been the domino effect that I've had too. That it's like I've been some somebody's been my synchronicity, and I've been their synchronicity. You know, it, it's just this gift that that when we can have that perspective of oh, boom, it's amazing what ends up happening. And I'm just yeah. I'm, oh, when I watch the whole bigger you know, one kind of falling into another scenario that kind of just weaves into and makes a wonderful tapestry if we allow it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember missing a plane one time. Uh, I was going to Oklahoma and the plane that we were supposed to take, we we're in uh, Kansas City and uh, the plane we were supposed to transfer to had problems. So they said, we're not going to be able to leave till tomorrow. So, you know, I could have been all upset and and everything about, oh, I'm missing the plane. And, I, and they, they, gave, they put us up in a hotel for the night. But I had, uh, I was right in the middle of dealing with a, a very serious addiction that I had. And um, I had just told my wife about it. And so she was with me on the trip. And so it was devastating to her, you know, because I had kind of a secret life back, back in my, when was this? When I was 29, I guess. And uh, I didn't know, I was just, I, did I hurt her by telling her about it? And, you know, uh, I wasn't in a good place. So here we are in this motel. She's just not talking. I'm not talking. And I said to God, I said, I just can't, you know, thinking about, oh my gosh, this addiction, I'm going to have to do something with it and uh, about it. And I just felt totally helpless. So I just prayed. I, you know, I said, I can't do this. You know, I need help. So I went to sleep and um, I woke up uh, having an experience where I was in a, in a hospital bed and uh, like being ready to be operated on. And then boom, here coming through the door comes a doctor and he's, all you can see is this much because he got the cap over here and the mask on, you know, in blue. And um, as I'm laying there and I'm aware that I'm asleep and I'm aware that I'm awake in the dream. So it's like a, this uh, conscious dream, you know. And, and I saw his eyes and I knew it was a, a, a master from the other side. And someone that I had seen pictures of and everything before. And then all of a sudden, boom, through the door comes four more and they come in like, here we are, you know, rush. And they all stood around me, all these masters and they, their eyes were just giving me love, you know, through their, through their, what I could see of them. And they started in a, they went in a, um, they went, uh, which would be clockwise motion around me and they kissed the edges of my body all the way around. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh, whoa. And 
the next day, my addiction was completely gone. I didn't have to go to a 12 step program. It, they just lifted it from me. And that was one of the things that in my, cause I'm my twenties at that time that I realized that I'm on the right spiritual path for myself because they, you work with ascended masters in the dream state and, um, uh, and in visions and things like that. So that would, that's, I mean, I, two and a half years later, it started to come back again, but I had had a, a, a break from it enough and I was able to get some counseling and, you know, nip it in the bud when it kind of came back. So, you know, if, I don't know, maybe that wouldn't have happened in case, unless I had got to that low point a little bit of missing that plane, feeling bad about everything, like I needed to be in that space for, for that, them to work with me, you know? So I guess <clears throat> you guys are right. <laughs> there, is, there is God's plan, but there are is. deviations from it, and there are different ways for it to be used for our highest and best good. So yeah. when something weird happens to you, just pay attention, because that could be something yeah. wonderful come out of it. Sometimes we just need to stop and breathe. And, and almost <laughs> it's almost like taking a 360 look around us. You know, even if we just turn a slow circle as we're, um, and just as we're breathing and just going, okay, what, what's around me? You know, it, it's kind of like you taking a look and seeing what, oh, I need water. Well, what's around me? You know, it's that, you know, we just need to sometimes just stop for a minute. Yeah. People aren't willing to stop sometimes. We get so caught up on that reactionary wheel the hamster wheel, oh, I'm going to react, 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 that we st we forget that we can get off that reactionary wheel and say, oh, oh. Anytime you want to, you can get off that wheel. It's just a matter of do you believe you can? Uh, yes. Regan, what are some of the steps that you would advocate somebody that would like to get off the merry-go-round but still live their lives authentically and with purpose? How would you suggest that they go about doing that? Well, I'm surprised sometimes in the therapy I've done for clients and when I've watched other therapists work, um, I am just blown away sometimes about how if somebody can just reframe the situation they're in and look at it from another side of the mountain and their mind goes there for a minute and reframes it, sometimes their issue just disappears. It just vanishes. Like a, a, a way to watch that in action is uh, some of uh, Tony Robbins' things on YouTube that you can see when he's doing a big, uh, you know, 500,000 or nine, what, 9,000 people thing. And he's trying to work with some of the audience and they stand up and tell him their problem. And they're like, like this. And he uses, uh, NL, it's like a form of NLP, you know, like neuro-linguistic programming, which just means you, re, you, you just reframe how people see things really. And over a period of like 20 minutes, he's working with them and he's telling them how to let go of that and say, well, what if you just saw it this way? <laughs> and he has them close their eyes or something. And then by the time they're done, their face is calm. Uh, all of a sudden they go, wow, you know, all I had to do is look at this a different way and the problem goes away. So it's, I see people do that. That's what the EFT, when I do the tapping, you know, <laughs> is I, I have them reframe it, you know, as, there, as I'm having them talk as we're doing the, the tapping on the different points. And I just, it's, it's fun to watch it happen because just see, how their energy changes from like victim to, whoa, maybe there's something here. Maybe it's not all bad, you know? So Natasha, how do you make it happen for people? In, in the kind of the same fashion that I, I, it depends on the person that I'm working with at the time. Depends on if it is about changing the perspective or sometimes it is about going back to where a seed was planted when they were younger to, to um, react in a certain way, you know, that things kind of happen. And when they get a, oh, wait a minute, that's right, I heard that when I was younger. And that made me think about this, which made me have a pattern of being like the caregiver or the, the, or the, the victim of my family or whatever the scenario is that, it could be a past life. So it just really depends on what the key is. Everybody has a certain key that it interacts with. And it's just finding that, that guidance. And that's where I trust my team, the angels, personal guides, um, the ascended masters, whoever comes in. Like yesterday I was doing a, a, 
a meditation with somebody and I had Merlin come in, Tesla come in and, and then I had Metatron come in, you know, the angel of Metatron who he's kind of out in the ethers. He's kind (laughs) of, he's way out there, but he works with a lot with electronics of, of us, you know, not necessarily the, not necessarily the electronics of us, the wires, but there's this electronics of us that, that we are all connected with. And that's where he works. And so I had some powerful people who were coming in to help this person get back to herself. And so you never know what that key is to get them there. And and it was neat to see how Merlin did his magic. Metatron did his little whispers of, of doings. And then, you know, and then Tesla just sitting there going, this is cool. I'm going to put this piece with that piece and that piece with this piece. And it was just kind of <laughs> watching these guys just was amazing. So, so, I, so I can't tell you there's one key. I can tell you that there's a keychain that the universe has and they say it's this key today. Next time you talk to Merlin, I really want to know how Arthur got the uh, sword out of the stone. <laughs> stone. <laughs> it was it was his turn to do that magic. Oh, okay. Well, I, it, I just... it was his. It was. It was just his turn to do, do that magic. And yes, there's a lot of um, folklore with that story. But there was actually my girlfriend's son was King Arthur, and so he was truly there. Now, how it played out was a little bit different than what the story is. Kind of like the story of Mother Mary is a little bit different with Jesus. You know, it's just one of those things that that we just kind of have to know. But he he was meant to have the magic at that time to make he was. I want. I don't want to call him the Jesus of his time, but he was part of that magic that was starting to turn us into another spot in our bigger picture of who we are. Well, that 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 ruins my whole whole story. (laughs) When um when I had to do a past life regression with people too, and one of the first questions I ask them when they're out of their body and they're looking at their funeral, and when they're done you know, done with that or stick it around for a while to let people know that they're okay, like we talked about last week. Um, then the first question I ask them, and I say, you know, what did you learn from that life? And everybody uh, across the board has always been able to tell me what their lesson was. In other words, because I'd just been through them in this past life, and it might have been very difficult. They went through all kinds of emotion and losing the loved ones and and maybe sometimes violence happening to them or different, you know, being so upset with people in their life and they get the other side and it's always something like, you know, well, I I learned that I can be strong. You know, Mm -hmm. I learned, I learned uh, patience or I learned how to accept people more or whatever. But um, so that shows me too, that they, as soul, once they're out of this physical body, then, and they get to their spirit self, you know, then they, they realize what they just learned. So, you know, I've never had anybody go, you know, ah, you know, that was horrible. And, oh, I'm so angry and whatever. This is always, it's always, they come from a, a, a loving place, you know, or an acceptance of themselves. Um, so that may be, may be a believer too, you know, that we're, you know, we're, we're here for a reason. And remember, like I said last week that uh, I just, I told you last week, it was just funny, you know, but uh, in case someone's listened to this first time about that, uh, person that said she she picked her lifetime to learn patience and i said how how long have you been learning patience she says oh about 500 years you know (laughs) so you know sometimes it's just a simple thing and boy people try our patience and and the and the thing with the uh with trump and biden now you know because some people are upset with both of them because it looks like there could be a little corruption both sides or they're not perfect human beings you know and you just you just you know you just have to make your vote and 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 go with the consequences, see, see what kind of government we have. Because if just think about if Trump is here another four years, we're going to have a whole different thing happen in this country than if Biden's in there, because the Democrats will shift things a different way. And we don't know which, you know, we'll just say this whole God says, okay, whichever way it goes, that it's, you know, going to be okay, you know. You know, what's interesting is I, I tend to think that, uh, and we'll see after tomorrow. But uh, do you know that, as an example in Texas, more people have voted in pre-voting than did in all of 16? I heard that. Um, so what has happened is the collective consciousness of mankind 
has been aroused. And yeah. I don't know what that arousal means and who it supports, but it does. The beauty of it is people are getting involved and they're not waiting. They're not just saying, oh, I can't do anything about that. Uh, they they're really are making an, an effort to find out what the issues are, find out what they believe, and then follow the and, and get involved with the people that, that they yeah. want to, to help them. So I think I think overall, and it may turn out. Now Natasha said this a while back, and I don't know if we did it on this one or one of the other ones. But she had said that, uh, um, or what it was either her or somebody else that's been on the show that that Trump is really has been a godsend because he has woken up everyone in the fact that everybody realizes that elections have consequences, and if you don't like what's happening. You better get off your ass and go to work to change it. And yeah. everybody needs to do that. Yeah. And was that you who said that, Natasha? Uh, no, I've said something in that kind of context, but not necessarily. He was planned, and he was planned in the bigger sense of just to stir the pot. You know, he was meant to stir the pot. Um, now, whatever came out of that stew, it depends on what if we like peppers or if we like potatoes. So it's kind of one of those things that, that, and, you know, and that's the whole plan about this too. But it is about, and that's one thing that, that people need to realize, that, that it is about the breath in and the breath out. Care about ourselves. Care about the others care about ourselves, care about our others. It's like, um, you know, each year has a universal year. And back when we had 11-2, uh, it, it was a year where you added up the numbers and it became, you know, 11, you added up 2000 something and then it became 11. And my math and my dyslexia right now are not working together right now. So I'm just gonna okay. you know, guesstimate. So, you know, and it turned out to be 11, and then you always add up one and one make two. So it was 11 to year. Well, I've got that it's about taking care of 11's about community, about being aware of what's going on around us. 11 is a magical number. It's that connection with the universe. If you do a prayer on 11-11, it's like, um, it's like putting your uh, prayers on express mail you know that just goes through and then two is about home it's about community it's about self it's about i it's about that healthy eye how can i get healthy but we can't have a healthy eye without having a great community and we can't have a great community without having a healthy eye and so that year was about that learning about the clock you know how can we manage these different scenarios and we're kind of back in that how can we take care of i the COVID about how can we take care of our home, make our home more comfortable, but then care about the outerness. Who are we going to be voting for? Who, who's doing this? Who's doing that? How do we walk into grocery stores? It's that, that caring about that breath in breath out. Now do you follow numerology? I what? do within reason. Oh. Oh, what is nine? Nine is about endings. <laughs> well, Correct me if I did this right. 11, 3, 2, and 2. Add those up together and they equal 9. Mm-hmm. So 9 is the numerology for tomorrow's date. So endings. But remember, every ending leads to a new beginning. Like I've been seeing 9-11 a lot lately. Well, nine is about endings, but then there's always magical beginnings. Yes. One is about beginnings. So you can't have an ending without a new beginning. So the next day would be a, a, a one, which means new beginnings. So think about every time we have an ending, how can we make this new beginning magical? Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, with dream work, uh, I took, uh, oh, for a number of years, a uh, dream class you know, trying to learn how to, you know, become aware of my dreams, kind of learn how to get help in the dreams and, and everything. And um, one of the things I learned, like I used to have tornadoes in my dreams a lot. And, and Oh, um, oh, oh, I do all the time. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you what I found out. What does now, that mean? I've changed my whole perspective on things. Well, when I would have them, 
in the dream, I would usually cower down under something and just be like, you know, it's all around me and just waiting for it to be over. Oh, yeah. And then, but now what I learned was usually a tornado is a sign that your, your, your old consciousness is being torn up to allow for a new one to come in. So uh, the last couple of times I had them, I, the tornado was coming and I jumped for joy and I ran out and just let myself go in the tornado, you know, and it was such a freeing feeling just, just, you know, because I realized I was welcoming a new, um, a new consciousness. And now that's what it meant for me. I mean, it could mean, you know, like the, when you're interpreting dreams, depending on your, your mind state, depending on your occupation, like if you have a dream and you're on the roof doing something and you're a roofer during the day, it could have a different interpretation than someone who's never been up on a roof before, right. you know, so people have to kind of learn their own dream symbols, but generally tornadoes are, it's just ripping up the old so the new can begin. Or if you get killed in a dream, you know, some people go, oh, they're just afraid. Uh, and I go, well, a lot of times that's just, the end of the old and the beginning of the new. Yeah, the new. And, and right now we're in the midst of, um, do we choose to stand in the middle of the tornado or do we choose to stand in the tornado? Oh, right, right. So with that, that I choose to stand in the middle because then I can be with the energy and it's moving me where I need to go, but <laughs> I have calmness. That's great. I, have, you know, I can look up and see blue sky. I know I'm connected to Mother Earth. And I can reach in and grab out what I want out of the tornado. Natasha, right? that's great. I, I like that and because then, I think I... But then so many yeah. people, they step into the tornado. Dorothy. And they just get whirled around and they don't have any... I don't want to call it control because <laughs> there's a fine line on that word. You know, we never really truly have control, but we have a way of how we can control our own selves and how we interact. But yet at the same time, though, we get step into tornado and we never really get grounded. We never really, it's like being on the, on the a hamster wheel, you yeah. know, it, you know, because the hamster wheel is just a tornado sit, you know, in another direction. You know, it's just that whole concept of, of tornadoes. And I know for me that when I've done some spiritual work, and I metaphorically go in to myself and I basically, um, when you're doing spiritual work and you decide to basically strip yourself and be your, your bodied self with no clothes on, and then you go into the tornado, you're literally just walking yourself in and cleansing yourself in a way that you've never done it before. And so with that, that there's that, that walking in and letting the tornado, it's like walking through a car wash. You know, and then you go to the center and then you just see what that universe of love is about because that tornado is the universe of love. And then the tornado just kind of dissipates and then you walk back out. And so it's one of those things that you can use a tornado for a lot of different scenarios. And there again, you know, it, it's not about this or that. And so, you know, I don't know, you know, if I just froze, I'm sorry, my internet just said it was a little bit wonky, but you know, we're, we're choosing to either be in the tornado or not. How can we use the tornado? What does that tornado represent? Does it, does, does it say destruction or is it the tornado of absolute divine love that's trying to cleanse you? And just remember that if you meditate and you feel like there's a tornado, so you take your clothes off, don't go outside. You'll end up in, in the county. And you'll you'll end up with the white coats after you. So, but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. By the way, um, do you know what um, um, November 4th is? It's a one. Well, usually one comes after nine. Mm -hmm. Yes, but think about that. That uh, election day is the end, is an ending, and <laughs> the next day is the new beginning. So even if Trump is president, we're just going to do the big if. And that's the way to take fears out. What is the if? Well, if he does come back, will things be the same way? Maybe he has a different agenda. Maybe there is a different agenda planned. You know, we don't know what the big if is, you know, yeah. and, well, and we're pretty sure though. what's that? We're pretty sure <laughs> he's been doing it for four years. He's not liable to change much, but, but some people are okay with that. 
a 35, 40% of the country is just perfectly fine with him. Yeah, you know, but even, you know, most presidents have a a different, you know, they, they don't have to, they're on a free four years. You know what I mean? So there's a different kind of agenda that ends up just sparking a little bit. We just never know. I'm doing the big if. I'm just doing the big if. Now, which is which is good, which is good. So, um, we you know we we really don't know. All we know is that uh, that this is a great show for us to be doing, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, by the way, uh, Regan, did did, did the uh, um, monitor make it home? Did the what? Did your monitor make it home? The thirty inch monitor. Oh, did it? What about the monitor? Did it make it home? Did it get out of the? Top? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at you on it right now. Oh, very good. Well, you know, I hate to say this, but this is our last show. So I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, that's okay. I got 14 days to take it back. So, (laughs) See, there's always good about something. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is this has been a lot of fun, and uh, um, we're we're wrapping up our hour about now. But Regan, uh, what would you like to talk to our audience about? Because there's something oh. that's been rattling around every every week. Something rattles around in my brain that I want to bring up. So yeah, well, I you. one thing I wanted to do, I wanted to give Natasha a uh, a good plug here, uh, just because. <clears throat> The person that was on our show last year, you know, Carrie, got a lot out of what you did for her. Thank and you. it was it was fun sitting next to her and having you tell her things that because I know her known her for 12 years and I know a lot about her and um, her her significant other there listened to it later and he just laughed. We both laughed because she's just that fun loving, <clears throat> she loves to get people smiling, you know, and she does all the time. Even with her decorations, I mean, nobody on the street had she looked like uh, Disneyland decorations. I mean <laughs> The whole yard, and so moms walk on their kids. They, the kids would just stop and look, and they, they, one kid that came by every day wanted his mom to take for a walk so he could look at all of the decorations, you know. And it just you could see how good it made her feel when when she's bringing joy mm-hmm. to these people. So when you told her that one of her jobs was just just to be very cheerful and happy and smile at people and whatever to help them come out of the COVID thing, you know, to deal with all this stuff, uh, it was really right on. So. Anyway, anybody, I hope, you know, people watching this, uh, they may watch it, who knows, it might be a year from now, they even see it on YouTube or the different places Kevin's putting up and they can maybe give you a call, but you do, uh, you do your job really, really well. And so I can't, I can't wait until uh, you get to give Dane some insight and, and then uh, Patty, my other is going to probably do a session with you too, so. Well, thank you for that trust. I, that yeah. is my, that's, that's the greatest gift. When somebody can trust me enough to put their, um, their, their being with me, I honor that. And yeah. I respect that highly. And I'm grateful. I'm forever yeah. grateful. Good. And as far as, uh, again, as we open the show and end it here, people, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at visittheafterlife.com. And uh, there's a page on the back. You can send me a note if you'd like to know more about uh, what it's like to have a past life regression uh, or even better it goes way better than that a life between lives where you know we found out now almost everybody can visit heaven you can make a list of questions you want answered and they're always happy to answer uh, any questions you have uh, and you can you know visit lo- loved ones that have passed on um, there's schools of uh, learning there that some people go to um, uh, you can even go to a place of recreation if you want, and you can see what you're going to be doing in heaven for recreation, because they have some a lot of fun fun things that they do. Um, and uh, it's just a it's a game changer because you start to realize that you have a mission. You're not alone. There's there's beings that are assigned to you that are there with you all the time, and you can start getting making your life easier because you can kind of get a connection with them and. Um, you know, realize that you got to get going on whatever your mission is here. And it's always about love. It always has something to do with learning about love. And uh, so I'd be happy to help anybody. I, I work all of California. Uh, past life regressions I could do on Zoom, but life between life is more personal. It would take uh, an in-person thing, but I can hook them up with another therapist in another part of the country if they want. So anyway, that's Let it. Let me explain how important the work that you do. <laughs> Actually, both of you. But the work that you do is so important because um, as, as people who've been following the show know that my brother passed several weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. And because of 
the work that Dr. Newton did with, with lots of people and you with, with 50,000 people that you guys have done work with now, there's a blueprint out there that tells us really what, what happens to us on the other side, that it's not scary, that it's full of love, that everybody's there for our highest good. And, and so I can actually, you know, he's two weeks in and I can actually tell you that in, from my frame of mind, he's now done with his past life review. He is uh, uh, working with his, his guide and he's on his way to getting together to, with his soul group so that he can start moving towards the next goal that he has, whatever yeah. it is to be. And so I have a real good understanding that it's... He's he spends the, time with your mom a lot. Yes. Well, she she's she's here, but she... Once she spends, that, he spends time with your mom a lot. Yeah. And doesn't want to talk to me much, but that's, that's, that's okay. We're, we're, we were... Anyway, but uh, I digress. Uh, but he is, uh, um, he's able to, he's able to, to come here and to, and to talk with us, but more importantly, he is, yeah, he's dropped, he, he's almost through his human, humanness issues. And you know what I mean by that, right, Reagan? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you take it, it. It doesn't happen sometimes. Some people, when they get to the other side, boom, they've done it so many times, they just drop everything, they're back in their soul self, and they just go back to heaven and go home. And others, they still carry for a while, like people who commit suicide or something, when they get on the other side, um, they have angels or guides and work with them for a while because they've just shooken things up, you know, and they have to get, takes them a little while to get, you know, rip all that away and get to their true energy soul self. You he know. his soul energy was damaged somewhere along the line to some degree, not not a huge degree, but damaged enough to where his, his uh, empathy for humans wasn't quite there and that sort of thing. And that and that takes a while for the the energy to be rearranged the way it is supposed to be. And, and Natasha, you are nodding your head. <laughs> yeah, and and he's he's still doing a little bit of of that integration. It's it's going to take him a little bit longer, um, but he's he's like I said, he's spending time with your mom, and that's part of his healing process. Is that they're doing some healing work for her being in the physical body still, and him doing it in a spiritual body. That there's some work that they're doing for themselves, which yeah. is just awesome. But I wanted to compliment both of you because that's why we're doing this is that that it provides people with a, a real honest to goodness. This ain't fairy dust. This ain't a bunch of crap. This in, this isn't wishful thinking that really is. It is true to life stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm hoping that over, we're going to do we do this every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. And so if you would like to give us a call at that time, uh, we do have phone lines that will be open, and you can talk to these fine folks about what it is that you think that uh, uh, you need. And if you have any questions about all this, they are chock full of answers. I can tell you that. They both <laughs> They both have two awards and down the road. You, yeah, and you can also, you know, put notes in the comments, too, if you feel like you need to do that. And and so, you know, we're, we're all in this midst of, you know, learning what we need to do and there's going to be, and I'm going to say this, that there's going to be another doorway where um, Sean Connery is just the beginning. Oh, yeah. You know, I did a, when, when I, when, before I got a hair transplant up here, I auditioned for, in Hollywood for a thing as Sean Connery. And I, because uh, without that in a way, I had a little bit of look like him. So my agent sent me to an audition and I went in there and I'm sitting with like 20 guys and they all look like Sean Connery. And I went, wow, you know, uh, did they sound like Sean Connery? Yeah, I, did. I felt, I felt. well, I looked pretty much like him when I got there, and I went, oh, these other guys look way more like him than I do. You know, so. <laughs> Sean Connery was a great, great actor. Yeah. He, yeah. I understand he was a bit of a stinker from time to time as a human being, but uh, yeah, it, he, he, was, he was a great actor, and, and he believed in what he did <coughs> living for a long time. Yes. So he was good. He was good. So, but, but you, so you're thinking, uh, Natasha, that there are going to be more people that are going through the, the exit doors as we go through this next period of ickiness. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and 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 some and many times, if you look back in history, that this time frame, and and usually it's a couple we a little bit before Halloween, or All Saints Day, or all you know the the day of the de- um, dead, November first. Um, that that there is this doorway that opens up, and then it kind of goes through until oh, I'm going to say just shortly after the New Year. And so it is just a kind of a, it's just an easy grace of, of, of this time where it's, you know, it's just time for people just to say, I'm done. And I, I'm sorry, family, that this is going to happen. And my love goes to you, you know, through this process, but it is something that some people just say, it's, it's my time. Uh And, and with, with COVID out there and with the projections that they're making about, What's going to go on in the wintertime if something dramatic is, doesn't happen very soon? Uh, we're going to lose another 200,000 people mm-hmm. uh, in that period of time. And, and, that's, that's, and that's just a horrible thing. So all we can do is do the best we can and love each other and to take care of each other. Wear your mask, socially distance. Don't be silly because the person you are putting at risk could be me. And then I'll be really pissed. <laughs> yeah, because I'm in that I'm in that age group that uh, if uh, I, that I could. As a matter of fact, my son can't even visit me now. So because he was exposed to somebody that at work who had it, so now I he, I can't see him for a couple of weeks to make sure that he doesn't kill me. Because it would be it would be really sad if my if he had to go through the. Rest it's of the not door. your doorway. Huh? It's not your doorway. Where, where's my doorway? Can, oh, please, not for a couple years. Doorway. Your doorway's not for a couple years. <laughs> well, wait, hold on. You, you got to put up with years? me for a little bit longer. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did you say a couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so a couple no. of couple of years. I mean, couple, 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 couple years. <laughs> well, yeah. that's good. That's you're, good. you're a long ways out there, sir. And Regan, you and you as well, my friend. Uh, yeah. It's 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 great for you guys to participate. This is just way too much fun. So, uh, given given that, Natasha, anything you'd like to add before we quit? That this is a time in life where the universe is really asking us to breathe, and I'm not just meaning breathe in our mass or the logistics of just breathing. It's just taking a moment and breathe and look at what life is really here to show us. It's not about being reactionary. It's about what is this here to show us. And if we can take that perspective, the drama trauma that comes into our lives can have a little bit more grace and ease. And the wisdom that we can gain from this, this is a huge learning curve for us as humans. And if we can take that perspective that, you know, it doesn't matter how old we are, we're always in school. So what can we learn in this, this timeline of, of where we're at? And it's not always about learning the ABCs or the one, two, threes. It's about learning what is going to make us to our greater, lighter and self, um, self just enjoyment you know, because that's one thing that Regan, you sh- you showed during this conversation. What happened to you during Halloween? You had that that it wasn't like you were punishing yourself. You had self enjoyment of of just saying, you know, hey, I'm doing pretty good through this. You know, it's that oh, I can do this. You know, type of thing. And that's where we're, we're all as humans trying to get to is that oh, hmm, that's happening again. Okay, you know, not getting into the drama trauma of it. And you had a good chicken dinner on the side of the road. I think yeah. The country music song or something. Well. <laughs> had me a chicken dinner on the side of the road. It was great fun. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till next week because that'll be very interesting. Actually, I think probably Friday or Saturday, I've got an Amtrak back down to get it. And I'll be back on Monday again. So I'll have a... a you have to ask me if I got home safe and it didn't blow up on the new van, didn't blow up me on the way or something. But, uh, and I'll be $3,500 lighter. <laughs> so oh, I'm still, still smiling. Well, they haven't replaced the uh, head gasket and the whole shebang. 
Yeah, when I got him to fix the, uh, it because the price was so much and he offered to fix the uh, leaky transmission, put a new seal in there and to fix uh, two of my doors that aren't operating, the electric stuff's not operating right, so he's gonna throw that in. So actually it'll, it'll, be, it'll be great. It's a great thing. So therapy. actually the, the, the $3,500, you're actually probably gonna get a little bit more out of it because yeah. the transmission thing is not necessarily a cheap dance either, so. Yeah. <laughs> which, which brings up another thing, when you're working with the mechanic, you can negotiate. Not yeah. necessarily the price, but you can negotiate with the other stuff. So, and he really wanted to do the work because he really needed the money. So, mm -hmm. well, yeah, I mean, it's helping the, just thinking that this money he's making is going to help his family too. And, you know, it's going to be like you say, the domino effect of when something happens, it just goes and goes, ripples way down past where your situation is. To and something. if you picture that $3,500 and more coming <laughs> back in, the breath in, the breath out, and it circles around. You never know what's going to come back in in your <clears throat> prosperity, yeah. Because you're so willing to to exchange, have that exchange. Yeah. So you know what's going to happen is you're going to get onto the Amtrak train. You're going to sit next to somebody, and you're going to have a conversation with them, and they're going to be so enthused about what it is that you do because you're going to explain it all, and they're going to say, "Well, you know." we're having a conference and I would really love you to speak at this conference. The conference pays $4,500. I realize that's not much, but would you come to do our, con our conference with us? That's what's going to happen. And then that completes a circle. So then. <laughs> yeah. you never know, but if you put it out there, you may just get either a portion of what you asked for or even greater than what you asked for. Yeah. Whatever you need, it comes. Yeah, indeed, exactly. Indeed. Well, I'd like to thank the two of you for being here. It's been just awesome. All right. And, I, and I've been meaning to say that you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. Or just, just think of her and she'll show up. <laughs> to show hey i had a, i had a client this morning who who she was saying you know she, she was saying i gotta call natasha i gotta call natasha well she texted me today and i said i was thinking about you this morning <laughs> you never <Yeah>. know <laughs> yeah, indeed. well now there can be, what we'll do is we'll put this this bat thing that'll that'll go into the sky and then we'll know that <laughs> They need Natasha to come, and and I still want the two of you to do a tag team on somebody. I think it would be, it would be pretty remarkable. So I think so too. So, I think so too. With that, both of you, thank you so much for All right, being Kev. on the show today, and take care, everybody. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember. Take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.